Hey, I'm Allison Hare. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. I am a former high-performing corporate sales executive turned lifestyle entrepreneur all intentionally by accident. In other words, I left my job last year on purpose, but I didn't have a plan. I'm figuring it out as I go, and boy, has it brought some adventures towards clarity. And I guess you could say I've always been a late learner. And speaking of this show, Late Learner, this podcast promises to bring you new ideas for a new way of thinking. And when your brain lights up like that, it's bound to open new possibilities and new truths for you. So again, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And this episode has got two big announcements. So you came at the perfect time. So uh, story time. So I was at a yoga class and of course, the music was yoga-y, you know, it's the standard yoga class. And everyone was on our mats in a circle and the yoga instructor his name was Dimitri, would prompt us and adjust us where needed. Well, while we were instructed to be in the position where, you know, the position where your legs are over your head, I think it's called the plow pose. So I look over and Dimitri is helping an older lady get into her plow pose and she rips a fart right in his face. Y'all, I might as well have been a 12-year-old. I looked around and not one other person was laughing and I could barely contain myself. It is like the worst nightmare achieved. You know what I mean? Like when you're in those situations, the last thing you want to do is rip a fart in somebody's face out loud. And uh, I would have imploded first. You know what I mean? Like uh, I would rather have imploded. But uh, so why am I telling you this story? Well, they always say to start anything with a humorous or interesting story. So there you go. Okay, so it has been a while since I've done a solo cast. And today, like I said, I've got two huge new announcements. And I've been baking, baking, baking some new ideas in the background as I've been showing up on the podcast week after week after week. And now is the time. And can you tell I am a little bit nervous about it? Not because I'm nervous that it won't work, but because I know it's exactly the right way to show up and it's different. It's not the norm and it's not something I've ever done before. So I'm a little, ah. So um, let me give you a peek inside the curtain or at least behind the curtain. If you are one of my favorite humans on earth, and by that, that means you listen to every episode where you can. You are late learner fans and you feel compelled to share what you learn here in your own circles. And you may have noticed that there wasn't a new podcast episode last week. And that hasn't happened in four years since this podcast has been in existence. So where did it go? Did I just up and quit without warning? Have I thrown in the towel? What's going on? Now, listen, this podcast has definitely been on a journey. You know, it's had four names, many, many, many new rounds of cover art. It's iterative. It evolved. And it's not really the same show it was when it started. And I'd like to think that I've gotten better as an interviewer, as a storyteller, a content creator. I mean, just from this sheer practicing of producing year after year after year without missing a week. But the truth is, when I look at the analytics behind the podcast, 
there are times when I see some great growth and there are times when it seems to be going backwards or just staying stagnant. And as a podcaster, you always want to be growing. And there are times when I am fully lit all the way up by the conversations being sparked on this show and in your lives. And in fact, every single episode I release is because it is so groundbreaking and just so spark worthy. Is that a word? Like it just is like a burst of like new information where it's like, oh my God, yes, I can't wait to share this. And there are times where I am bearing my heart and sharing game-changing ideas and literally, that literally, these ideas literally change the way you live for the better or having some of the most pivotal, life-changing guests on. And it feels like maybe it's silent out there. And so sometimes I ask myself, am I talking to walls? Do you hear me? And, uh, you know, do you care enough to reach out and let me know or tag me in your posts? And sometimes it can be crickets. And not that this is a huge surprise. I listen to a ton of podcasts where I passively listen and I don't engage with the host to tell them how moving the content is. And I will share it and I'll do all of those things. So, you know, it goes in ebbs and flows and sometimes you'll um, hear a lot and sometimes it'll be a little more quiet. And so that is barely normal in the podcast world unless you've got a massive podcast where the audience is super engaged and it has millions of followers, you know? And so, you know, uh, it, it, it's not that my expectations are that I need to hear from you anytime I turn on the mic. That's not it at all. Sometimes I really do. And I, I love it when you, and I'm grateful when you reach out. And sometimes it's, you know, I just don't hear. And so any podcaster will tell you that any show well, I have its ebbs and flows. And there are times where I look around and wonder, what the hell am I doing this for? It's a lot of work. Does it even matter? And every time this happens, 100% of the time, as if perfectly delegated by God himself, I will get sweet messages out of the blue talking about how much this podcast matters to them. Like this note from listener Erica Peters. She wrote me, I really have referenced your podcast about parenting so many times in the last few weeks. I owe you a contribution as you're obviously delivering a ton of value for me and my friends. I love that. Thank you, Erica. It means so much to me. But let me give you the inside scoop here. Podcasting is a weird business. The days of dumb money, as they call it, in podcasts, the Joe Rogan money are kind of over. Podcast agency and networks have done massive layoffs recently, as reflected in a lot of tech companies out there, as you probably know. Big celebrity shows have been canceled or not renewed. And I actually think this is a great thing. It is a needed correction. There are over 4 million podcasts out there. But listen closely. I got to tell you this. There are over 4 million podcasts out there. But the truth is... Only 400,000 are producing content shows regularly. Did you get that? Only 10% of podcasts out there are even producing any content on a regular basis. And out of that, there are a lot of junky podcasts. The majority don't have great sound, which to me 
is a total deal killer, even if you have great content. But most have pretty mediocre, just not the greatest content. It may not be very focused on a specific niche or be so often so general that the message gets diluted. And most, because of the dilution or because it is so broad, um, most don't have a loyal following. And it can be disheartening. And it's actually very easy to publish a podcast. You can do it 100% for free. There is a low barrier of entry. But another crazy stat is the majority, almost 90%, don't make it past episode seven as a creator. And a whole 25% don't make it past episode one. Not that this is to sound bleak or discourage you from having a podcast if that is an aspiration for you. But to me, this is, and I don't mean this to be so depressing, obviously. So stay with me. Again, I've got some announcements. This will all make sense. But to me, this is a great opportunity for the cream to rise to the top, to be laser focused on creating great content for a very defined audience. And for me, in this podcast, it takes me a bunch of time to produce it to do the research, to book great guests. And sometimes the guest schedules don't line up with my publishing schedule or if I'm in a series. So it may come out later than I would want or scramble for other relevant content to publish every week. All the editing, any special clips, writing the show notes, figuring out the search engine optimization for the titles and shows. It will take me hours and hours every week just to get an episode out there. And it's a pretty simply produced show, not to mention the bane of my existence, promoting the show, <laughs> finding the clips that will be great sound bites, and then editing video, which is something that definitely makes me want to jump out a window, getting promotional assets together, figuring out where to publish it, hashtags, tagging the guests, sending the assets to the guests, and trying to make it easy for them to publish on their socials. And not to mention my weekly blog, which I send out an email on Thursdays with personal updates that always has an insightful invitation to help the reader implement something new and intentional in their lives. There's a lot of creative brain power that I invest in this podcast and my blog, my community engagement, and trying to offer opportunities for you to tell me what you think, what you like, how it changed you, what you want to hear. And it's a lot. As you can see or hear, or maybe even hear from like, uh, you know, when I kind of lay it all out, sometimes I don't even think about the work that goes behind it because there's so much passion that the work is diminished, you know, but I didn't really take a good hard look at all of the things that I'm doing. And I'll tell you my blog, this is where I hear from you the most. And I've been publishing weekly for almost two years. And after all of this time, I have a 50 to 60% open rate week after week, which is kind of unheard of. And I'm so grateful that you're interested if you're signed up on that list. Usually 10% is hitting it out of the park. So 50 to 60% every week um, has just been a thrill for me. And so many of you reply to the emails and tell me how it hits you. Or you may share something that's going on in your life. And um, I absolutely love connecting with you in that way. And I actually was so blown away by the feedback that 
I started compiling your responses in kind words into a gratitude file. So I have quotes from you about the podcast and I put your name right next to it so I always remember. And it also helps me notice any trends or common words that you use to describe you know, what you're hearing or how it lands for you. So if you're not on that email list, sign up at the bottom of the page on allisonhair.com. And if you're on that email list, thank you. And feel free to always just hit a reply with a few words. I personally really love writing blogs. And it started out just as a practice to publish every week so I can get better at writing and not talk myself out of doing it. It's been really fun, and I just love hearing from you. But for the podcast, I have to say, it is truly a joy. The conversations I'm having are totally life-giving. And some of you may know, I have a degree in broadcasting, so audio and public speaking have always been where I feel like I am totally in my element. It feels expansive and where I belong. And, you know, it's one of those things, too, where um, if there's a topic that I personally am struggling with or I hear that you're struggling with, it feels almost like free therapy because I get some of the foremost leading experts on some of these topics, and it really genuinely helps me and the listeners process it in real time and really get some help with it. The business of the podcast, however, is a beast. And that is not what I love. What I do love is creating a very real, very open space to talk about some of the deepest fears, thoughts, challenges, new ideas, and to help you grow and evolve in a way that feels more authentic to you and is an authentic expression for me. And these solo casts, oof, I know this sounds crazy. But sometimes they take days and days to put together for you. And this is where I have to surrender to my creative processes. For me, I don't know what I think until I write it down. So I might have an idea and they're kind of all over. You know what I mean? Like they're just a bunch of cloud bubbles where I'm like, ooh, that's good. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, I want to talk about that. But to put it together in some kind of coherent pattern that makes sense, um, is really where kind of my creative process kicks in. And so, uh, you know, people often wonder, am I just talking off the cuff when I do my solo cast? And honestly, I wish I could, but I don't trust that it's not going to be a rambling mess and I'll forget the important parts. I know that your time is so valuable and I want to keep these episodes as short as possible to communicate an idea so I can hold your attention long enough. People often ask, what is the perfect length for a podcast? And the answer is long enough to communicate what you need to without it getting boring. So I always outline it beforehand. And writing is actually a fun phenomenon for me. Even from my blog posts, I never know what is going to come out. I just start writing and refine as I go. Uh, I always trust it will end up as it should, and I don't worry at all about perfection. And the same for my solo cast. Once I start, I just write, and all of a sudden, the ideas form in a fully robust way. There, You can see a consistent theme without running all the way off the rails. And it's actually 
really cool to witness that process in me because it wasn't always there. It's something I always had inklings of, you know, like I think it was over, yeah, it was over 10 years ago. I used to have a music blog and um, I would interview and promote emerging artists. And so I would go interview people like Amos Lee and the Civil Wars and uh, Mark Sabilia and just all these incredible musicians, Tony Luca and um, Arrested Development. And I would start writing and the writing to me back then was like, oh, it was painstaking. You know, like, I don't know if you're a writer or if you feel like you're not great at it. And then I started to find a rhythm where I'm like, you know, I, I can, I used to actually go on a run and I would run around Piedmont Park. It's this huge, it's like the central park of Atlanta. Um, it, it literally is, is designed by the same designer, um, a, a park designer, landscape, uh, architect. And, um, I would go run and it would write in my head as I ran, which was so cool. You know, like you just don't know until you figure out what would you enjoy doing? Maybe something you haven't done before and just try things. You know, I think people, I really love what Seth Godin always says. He says, you know, like it, it really is just the practice and people assume that they, you know, like they have writer's block, but there's no such thing as writer's block. You know, you just are afraid it's not going to be good enough. But if you write enough, then enough good stuff will come out. So that's kind of the story on that. So I don't uh, worry about running out of ideas at all. And more often the way it unfolds is I write out is, is something I wouldn't have predicted, but it works and becomes more of an authentic expression. And I just representation, I just trust it. So anyway, if you have creative aspirations or live in this world of creative expression, I hope this is interesting to you and I hope you try it. Let me know if you do. Trusting the process is very real and something I'm continuously thanking my spirit guides on. And I've actually been challenged often to just open the mic and talk. And maybe one day I'll get there, but I have made some decisions about this podcast. For one, I want to make sure that anytime you decide to share your time with me, you are going to be rewarded tenfold. I mean, why do you come here? My guess is that you're hoping to learn something new or learn a different perspective to help unlock something in your own life. The top rated episode, when I looked at my analytics in terms of listen through rates, meaning people have listened almost all the way through, when I look at my analytics was the two-part podcast with Matt and Megan Heather. One was on Matt's harrowing journey into sobriety, and the second was Megan's journey helping her husband get sober. And wow, you guys were really interested in that. And personally, I think that many of us are worried that someone we love is struggling with addiction, if not ourselves. So you leaned all the way in. And y'all love when Cindy Robinson comes on and talks to us about parenting. It's so counterintuitive. But when it's explained, it makes all the sense in the world. And it actually gives you hope where you might have felt at the end of your rope. That is kind of where... My vision for this podcast lives of just, they're just 
magic everywhere, honestly. And there are new ways of doing things or different ways than conventional thinking that can unlock so much for us, especially when you might feel stuck and or burned out. And so having hope and having that is really where the premise of late learner has always lived. And, you know, a lot of it is through the lens of culture and kind of deprogramming some of that. And so you're also interested when I share about my personal life too, especially leaving my job and going on this odyssey and stretching any ounce of courage I might be able to muster in a new way. And so I appreciate your support. I can't tell you how many people have leaned all the way in and I got flooded with messages from men and women saying, oh my God, I wish I could leave my job. I just can't. I just can't. I have kids in private school. I don't, you know, I have the car, the house, whatever. I just can't. And so I kind of love being a champion where, um, and again, my, my, uh, my mission is not to have people leave their jobs. My mission is to have people find fulfillment where they are. And if that is part of the purpose and part of the, um, the journey, then so be it. I'm cheering you on. And if it's not, that's okay too. But here's the truth. This podcast, Late Learner, is not an NPR podcast with a team of 40 people working on it behind the scenes. It's just me scotch taping the episodes together as best I can and hoping that it resonates. And sometimes, well, I will say most of the time, falling short of the promotion and creativity that each episode deserves, simply because I run out of time and uh, sometimes it just isn't met with the same, you know, people are interested in my personal life more than they are in the promoting side of things. And so, you know, like, I think there is a level of, what is the word? You know, people just get a little bit desensitized to any of the promotional stuff. And I get that too. I'm, I'm in the same boat. So here's the big announcement on this podcast. I am so incredibly, incredibly grateful for my loyal listeners. You have shared these episodes, you talked about these ideas in your own circle, and very often changed the way you live for the better. You've told me about how these episodes hit you, and there's nothing that warms my heart more. I joke that it's like porn to my ears when I hear you talking about the ideas of my podcast in your own communities. And sometimes people will come up to me and they're like, oh my God, I, I'm so used to hearing your voice in my car, but you're like right here, <laughs> you know? Or they'll say, oh my God, that episode about setting boundaries, that really changed me. Or that that episode about mental rest, I, I told all my friends about it. And to me, I'm like, I might as well have birds and stars in my eyes. <laughs> so I am looking to grow this show even bigger and have more impact and reach because I believe that these ideas are groundbreaking, change-making, and lane-changing. That's how powerful they are. So how do I do that? I want the episodes to be so well-produced and thoughtfully executed that you aren't sharing it because I asked you to share it and leave a written review. You're sharing it because you feel compelled to do it. It's so good. You're so moved. It's not a favor to me, but an urgency for you to share these ideas, kind of like a TED talk. Like you see a title or start listening and think, 
Oh my goodness. I just talked to Denise and Lisa about this. And I know that Ashley is, is struggling with this topic. I am texting them right now or sharing it on your socials that you were so moved. So I am going to be publishing bi-weekly to give me more time. I know some of these topics are heavy and I'm adding some fun elements that will add some levity and offer opportunities for you to interact. I've also made another, some big changes. I got rid of the Patreon account and I'm even pausing all the ads for right now. I'm making the episodes as tight as possible, around 30 minutes to make sure that it's still consumable for you to listen to a full episode on your way to drop your kids off at school or drive to work. That is how laser focused I am on making the show even better. As you can see, I am literally cutting off streams of income to put more intentional energy into making late learners stand out like a damn shining star. Because you know what? That is what you are. And that brings me to my second huge announcement. So I've been thinking about you. And what stands out about this show? And what is it that you need the most? Here's what I know. When I listen to some of the most popular podcasts out there, namely Mel Robbins, Glennon Doyle's, We Can Do Hard Things, Jay Shetty, etc., they all have really compelling shows, well-produced, thought-provoking, conversation starters. And then I started to notice all the titles of the podcasts in my feed were how to fix, how to speak up, how to get rid of overwhelm. And I realized that consuming these podcasts again and again and again, even though they are so compelling and they're so interesting and there's research backed by a lot of this. And even, so, you know, everything was, you know, predicated or consuming these podcasts, podcast, 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 were predicated on the belief that there is something wrong something wrong with me, something to be fixed, even stuff I wasn't even thinking about. And it got me thinking, wait a minute, I'm not broken. Why am I looking for more stuff to fix when I don't feel broken? I just feel like I'm evolving and moving into a new space. I have outgrown my container. And, you know, if I'm not broken, neither are you. You are perfect just as you are. And in fact, the brilliant book, I highly recommend you get this book, Mirrors in the Earth by Asia Suler, who was just on my podcast, so you can go back and, and uh, listen to that episode as well, was the perfect companion, this book, I, I listened to it on audio, to remind me that there is nothing wrong with me or any of us, that we fully belong in this world, among nature, among everybody else. And how do we fit in? And so you have made it. But, you know, when you're thinking about your own life, so I think about outgrowing your container. I think about this a lot. I call it fractures of light. And it is when you, you know, have made choices about your life maybe many years ago. Maybe you're a lawyer and you made your choice at 18 and you're like, God, this is a lot of work and I don't know that it's fulfilling. But what am I going to do? Quit, you know, become a dance fitness instructor like I did, you know, it may not be a viable option. And so, you know, when I think about what does life look like on a day-to-day -day basis, 
where you have made it, you know, where sometimes making it comes with a bad mood and nothing ever feels quite right. You're snapping at your kids, you're fighting with your husband, you wake up bleary-eyed, you do the drop-off routine, you turn it on at work, crushing it at meetings. You can do this in your sleep. You're taking all the names only to look at your watch and see that it's time to pick up the kids. It's time for the pickup routine. You forget the workout you desperately needed. That's not going to happen today, maybe tomorrow. And you get home, make dinner, rush through homework, and hit your bed exhausted, only to not be able to sleep because for the first time all day, your mind won't turn off. Does this sound familiar? Because I can promise you, I know this life inside and out. And you've done lots of work on yourself, but still, vacations aren't as restorative as you would have hoped. Your shoulders laugh at your massage therapist. Because here's the truth. It is not that a bubble bath will cure this. Your energy is stuck in a routine that you have outgrown. And I've been there. I know this so deeply. I was so burned out, like the worst kind of burnout, the one that everyone around me could easily see, but I wasn't going to admit because once I admit it, you know, uh, I would have to do something about it. And that, so I just kind of stuffed it down, right? And so my husband would find me slumped over the keyboard. I'd be crying between meetings and I started having panic attacks uh, wake me in the middle of the night and I'd never had them before. And I honestly, had no idea how I could possibly escape. I was trapped. But here is the lie I told myself that I see so many people repeat. I can't quit my job because I am shackled to my financial commitments. And you do one of two things. You stay in your job. Maybe you've got a low-grade boil or of misery, you know, uh, and you, or you swing the pendulum so far the other way and assume that a different job will automatically fix your high-stress, high-stakes world that you live in. So can I let you in on something? This may give you a little hope. We have been sold a bill of goods. Like I said, you are not broken. You have outgrown your container. And I think it's the world is kind of waking up to some of these old broken systems you know, that are kind of uh, exposing themselves in real time in our lives. And you realize, wait, there has to be another way. And listen, aren't you tired of living a lesser version of the life that you're capable of? What if I told you that you could have it all without the feeling of constant overwhelm and endless to-do list? There is a method to more margin so you can unlock more relief, and have more balance, restore some of the relationships, and not to mention, elevate your moods and feel more passionate, enthusiastic, bright, fully embodied, energetic, and joyful. Doesn't that sound good? And of course, you can figure all of this out on your own, but you and I both know the truth. You just won't take the time to prioritize you when you have so much on your plate all the time. I know this. I know you're a super achiever. So when does it stop? Your next planned trip with the kids that where you're constantly on alert? So here is the exciting announcement. 
I have been working on a membership to help burnt out professional mamas reprioritize what lights you up. Now, I am in the middle of baking that. It is not yet available, but it is so freaking juicy and awesome. And as you may know, I've spent the last year after leaving my corporate job deconstructing all of the programming that no longer serves me and realizing this could be done in another way, one that is accessible to you without necessarily quitting your job like I did. And in fact, what I believe in my heart about you is that if you're not broken, nothing needs to be fixed. It's just maybe doing some things in a different order and having a support structure to help you get it done. I have created some proprietary frameworks to help you optimize your energy, maximize your relationships, and reclaim your time in a powerful way. And so I have created the Effective Collective. Isn't that clever? (laughs) A three-month mastermind that is available as a beta test. So it starts April 17, and I am only accepting 10 qualified applicants. You can apply at allisonhair.com forward slash collective, and you'll be able to connect with a cohort of powerful mamas. You can get direct access from me for one-on-one support. And honestly, this is one thing I wish I had in the throes of my burnout. Someone to listen without judgment, to help me dream again, and have clarity and even more so permission to take new steps. I also have guest gurus that I'll bring in the mastermind and a lot more surprises along the way. And the best part, I am offering a conditional money back guarantee. If you don't see the results in 90 days, you get your money back. That's how sure I am that it will help and make a big impact for you. Not only that, but it's beta pricing, so it will not be offered at this rate again. This is an introductory option to help me test out this framework, make a huge impact with you, and hopefully have some incredible testimonials. And if this is speaking to you, make sure you apply and have a no-risk call with me at allisonhair.com forward slash collective. And so it's actually thundering out. Does that mean anything? So I've been so public about my journey here. And my friend Renee, uh, who is one of the most delightfully different and wisest friends I know, she asked me a question randomly out of the blue. I don't know where it came from, but it totally hit me like a lightning bolt, all puns intended with the thunder outside. She asked, If you were 80 years old and you look back in your life, what do you hope it would look like? And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I remember I was sitting in the parking lot of a gym in Atlanta about to go in. I could see the sun starting to set and colors paint the sky in the most magnificent and expansive way. And my response to her question was immediate. And I could feel a smile spread across my face. My dream life is right now. I have freedom in my schedule. I get to follow the curious musings I didn't have time to do before and have a platform to share it and make an impact. I have so much love in my life. My family, I don't talk about it publicly a lot, but my home life is so happy. 
It is so teeming with joy. And my entrepreneurs that uh, I have a team of entrepreneurs that I've surrounded myself with that only encourage me with my big ideas. And they make suggestions to make them even bigger. So what am I striving so hard for? It reminded me to be present and grateful because I've lived a life of only striving. I don't know any different. And what if I have everything I dream of right now? And that's what I want to give to you. I know you want to feel energized, fearless, and free. You want to boldly live in your purpose and feel an aliveness you haven't felt in years. Your mood is not only lifted, you're lit up from the inside and everyone you know and love can feel it. You've claimed your brand of confidence. That is the Effective Collective. So again, if this is speaking to you, make sure you apply and set up a call with me to see if it's a fit at allisonhair.com forward slash collective. Again, it's April 17th. So the time is ticking. Make sure you do this. In the meantime, thank you for supporting Late Learner Podcast and me as a creator. Over the next few weeks, you'll see some changes to the podcast, and I already have some incredible interviews recorded that will turn your neck all the way around. They are so compelling. And if you have any suggestions or comments or feedback, shoot me a DM or email me at allison at allisonhair.com. As everything, uh, as always, everything I have linked or talked about is linked in the show notes. Be good to yourself so you can be better for others. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time.